And now a reading from the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. And the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered to you. The rams of Nobaeth shall minister to you. They shall be acceptable on my altar, and I will glorify my gorgeous house. Who are these that fly like a cloud and like doves to their windows? For the coastland shall wait for me, the ships of Tarshish first, to bring your children from far away, their silver and gold with them, for the name of the Lord your God and for the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified you. The word of the Lord. Our second reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. I invite you to read along in your pew Bibles or to actively listen. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. 
Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of the Lord. Christmas is over. We did it. <laughs> we made it to Epiphany. We can officially begin putting the Christmas decorations away. <laughs> Again, Wednesday, 10 to 12, here in the sanctuary. Some of us mark this occasion in different ways. Some of my minister friends throw what we call an epiphany party. You see, it's been a busy season for us minister folks. And so we like to just relax and celebrate. But in some circles, this day is also known as Women's Christmas. Have y'all heard of this? I had not heard of this. Women's Christmas. Or also known as Nalugnamon. It's a fun word to say, Nalugnamon. It's a cherished Irish tradition when women gather in homes, or because they're in Ireland in pubs, to relax and to celebrate and enjoy one another's company while all happily leaving the care of household duties to the men. Believe it or not, Epiphany is more than just a marker for the official end of Christmas. It does mark the story where we hear of the three kings arriving in Bethlehem at the stable that Jesus is born to offer him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. It is the day that we acknowledge, that is recognized where foreign dignitaries recognize Jesus as the Messiah. Epiphany kind of marks the big reveal, right? 
where even those outside the community recognize Jesus as more than just a baby, but as the Messiah. I want us to take a moment to imagine this story for today. A poor family, maybe living in a homeless shelter, or living in one of those tent communities hidden alongside the highway. And they have a baby in less than ideal circumstances. And they don't know it yet, but their situation is about to get worse. They are about to become refugees. Imagine that. And then imagine that some fancy delegation of diplomats in their suit and their ties and their fancy dresses come looking for this family in their poverty and present them some fancy gifts. Such a scene should strike us as strange, as something must be wrong here. Such a scene should leave us scratching our heads and wonder, what on earth is going on? We should be asking ourselves, what, what did we miss? Do they have the right person? And after those fancy delegates leave, what do you think would happen to a poverty-stricken family who suddenly was given a bunch of expensive gifts. Sometimes it takes outsiders to help us see things in new ways. Maybe it's as simple as soliciting a friend's advice or going to counseling to get a different perspective on a problem. Or maybe it's seeing our own ridiculous excuses reflected back to us. I remember when I was in Thailand, I was working for a, a I was teaching uh, English at a school for disabled students, many of them missing limbs um, because, of, because of injury. And I remember I had, they liked to play lots of sports. They would be in, many were in wheelchairs and they'd play like wheelchair basketball, which is really hard if you've ever tried to sit and throw a ball. 
or they'd play soccer with one leg, and there were different rules. Like, if you only had one leg, you could use your arms. Anyway, um, I remember coming back, and I had had an ingrown toenail. Very unfortunate. And one of the students came up to me, Samran, and he goes, teacher, 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 will you come play soccer with us? This is Samran. He had one leg. He had, a, he had a, like, an artificial leg, too. And I'm like, oh, Samran, I can't. You see, I just had an ingrown toenail taken care of. And in the midst of, like, saying my excuse as to why I can't play soccer, here he is with one leg just wanting me to play with him. I was seeing my own ridiculous excuse reflected back to me. And I quickly ran and played soccer the best I could. Oftentimes, whether it's welcomed or not, it is the outside voice that wakes us up. That reminds us there may be another way. That outside perspective that helps us view the world differently that perhaps even sees a solution to a problem. There's a story about a Malcolm McLean. You probably have no idea who he is. But he was a blue-collar truck driver who was responsible for revolutionizing the shipping industry. McLean was sitting in his truck behind a bunch of other trucks whose contents were being unloaded, and he figured it out with all that extra time sitting in his truck that it would take a whopping nine hours for all those trucks to be fully unloaded. And it occurred to McLean that this process would go a lot faster if the workers in front of them would just rem remove the whole trailer from the back of the truck, as opposed to unloading each and every box from the trailer. McLean's suggestion was met with laughter. But two decades later, he turned his idea into reality, designing shipping containers that detach from trucks and could be stacked on top of one another in the hull of a ship a method that is still used today. On this last day of Christmas, the love of God gave to us the gift of vision. In this story of the wise men, they see a star and have the courage to follow it. They see a poor family and that little baby and know that it is the Messiah. They see how God's love will usher in a new way. They see a king's lust for power, and they choose a different road. They see what others do not, and teach us to look 
with different eyes. What a gift it is to be seen. To be really seen just as we are. With all of our perfect imperfections. What a gift it is for someone to stop and to look at you and to pay attention, to listen. Now I know some of you in here, your vision is impaired. Some of you don't see as well as you used to. But what this story is talking about is having a deeper vision, even a vision without eyes. It's about having faith. Truth is, can you imagine looking at a star, any star in the sky, and then following it and figuring out exactly what house it stops under? comical. Seeing, really seeing someone is not just about vision, but about listening. Listening to understand the story. It's about acknowledging another's humanness. It's even about having the courage to act against all the social norms. In my time working with people experiencing homelessness, people often would ask me, Holly, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't have any money to give. I don't know that giving money is such a good idea to someone experiencing homelessness. And I say, you don't have to. Just look at them. Pay attention to them. Look at them in the eyes and say, hi, how are you? I hope you have a good day. That will do more than any dollar. What would it look like and feel like to acknowledge someone that society deems insignificant. What does it look like to acknowledge them as a child of God? As the Messiah? What would a world look like with such epiphanies? Treating the lowly or the outcast, the soon-to-be refugee, as a child of God. What could we achieve if we had the courage to see a different perspective, to see a new way that things can be done, to see the poor, 
to see the refugee. To see the homeless. To see that person who is struggling with their health or mental illness. To see the Christ child. To see God. The gift of epiphany. The gift of vision. To those the world does not see. And expect nothing in return. <laughs>